Hey passengers, welcome to She Who Does Not Hear. I'm your co-host Natasha Knight, your favorite 30-something overprotective millennial big sis, reacclimating back to life in the U.S. And I am your co-host Veronica Desire, a 20-something Gen Z mom, wife, and social worker, but overall I'm an all-around hot mess. Think of us as your two favorite conductors of the Hot Mess Express. We invite you as passengers on our journey navigating life and sharing our experiences, where we discuss real-world application to the wisdom and sayings from our childhood. Hey, passengers. Welcome back to another episode of She She Who Who Does Does Not Hear. Hear. I'm your girl, Natasha Knight. And I am Veronica Desire. And for today's saying, we're going to be going over your remembering it all wrong. And this episode is dedicated to all the narcissists in our life that we've either had in the past or that we still currently have. That we can't get rid of. Cannot get rid of. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. So I'll explain a little bit or maybe Veronica can if she wants to. Do you want to say? Okay, so, you know, we have a lot of narcissists in our life, whether, you know, they're people that we can't get rid of, like family members, um, or whether they're people that we have implemented in our life, like old friends or coworkers or anything. Mm -hmm. And often with narcissists, they tend to tell you that you are remembering it all wrong when you confront them on all the things that they're doing, or they'll say that didn't happen at all. Um, So for us, most of the people in our life are always saying that you're remembering it all wrong. Um, So this goes out to all the narcissists that have um, traumatized and built up (laughs) us in the same breath. We would not be who we are without you. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So why don't you start, Veronica, then, with a story of a narcissist and the first time that you came into contact with the saying you're remembering it all wrong so um the very first time i heard it and it's you know again like we talk about our grandmother a lot we love her but you know she had a lot of she was a narcissist that was just basically she was a narcissist among other things um among many other things So with her, first time I heard it is, you know, as a kid, people say things around you when you're a child and they don't know that you're listening and they don't know that you're hearing and everything. So I remember she was saying something like rude about like both my parents, both my mom, which her child is my mother. So she's saying something about my mother and my father. And obviously I'm a kid, I'm eavesdropping. And that's just the thing that we do. We eavesdrop quite a bit. Yes. Um, Because we're very nosy. You know, so with my grandma, she's saying things about my parents. And I go to, you know, my mom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Grammy said this, this, that, the other. And so my mom is, like, super pissed and fuming. Um, And then she goes to, like, my grandma and is, like, really upset. And she's like, why did you say this? Why did you say that around her? And she's like, Veronica, why would you, you know, tell her that and everything? You're remembering it all wrong. I didn't say that. You know, that's not true. And, you know, completely backtracking and telling me and my mom that I didn't say that. Mind you, I know what I heard, especially, like, the kind of kid I was at, like, five, six years old, was I was very specific. And anything you said, I knew how to repeat it exactly. I remembered very, very well. I knew how to repeat it exactly. I I never, I very, like, everyone would say, one thing I didn't do was exaggerate. And I would say exactly what was on my mind and exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... You never played... I never, I never, like, played, played around with all that stuff and, like, played told on people. Like, I just was very straightforward even as a kid Mm -hmm. um so 
she's saying that and my mom's pissed off and you know she is telling her that everything is wrong and that's the first time I was like it was really weird because I never heard someone say you're remembering it all wrong and of course as people do you know knowing psychology there are certain things that we do remember wrong especially if it is further out like if it's further out from my memory but of course there are things that you hear and you know exactly what you heard and you knew the exact phrasing and sayings of it, especially if you're not as emotionally involved in it so I knew what I said and what about you Natasha when was the first time so the first time was also with Grammy um and I don't remember what exactly I wish I had like the exact example but I do remember that she said something really disgusting like really horrible to me and about me in front of mommy and we both gasped because we were like in shock about it and I immediately being the confrontational person I am I really don't care for my grandmother my mother my father whatever like if you are rude to me I naturally want to give rudeness back because I match energy that's how I was at that time and I remember I was in my teens I was probably 13 or 14, I'm not sure which grade, but I know I was definitely in the very early teen years. And I talked back to her and I said, why would you say that about me? That's really, really rude and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you're remembering it all wrong. I didn't say that. And then that's when mom like jumped in and interjected and was like, mom, yes, you did. I'm right here. And she goes, you guys are both remembering it all wrong. I can't believe that you guys think that something like that would come out of my mouth. Like, what is wrong with you? Me of all people. And mind who's you. so Christ-like and blah, blah, blah. And then she, she started. Bringing- she <laughs> honestly loved that one. But the things that would come out of her mouth, like, you really think she's not even talking to family. No, like- just nasty. Like, that tongue was lethal. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first time. And then I remember mommy was so upset that we left early. And we were on the car ride to go pick you and Leticia up from, you know, Titi Natasha. And we were talking about it, the whole car ride. And I said, I can't believe. I said, was she like this to you as a teenager? I said, what is that? Like, how can you be around her? This is so horrible. Mm-hmm. And mommy was like, no, you know, this is just how she is. Like, you know, she, she loves. She loves, the... but, you know, she just, like, she doesn't really care too much about what comes out of her mm-hmm. mouth or how it affects people because that's just how she is she says things with no filter and i'm like but she's too old for it and my mom and then that's when mommy was like no she's too old to change and to want to change there's Mm -hmm. a difference um and i was like huh and so that was the first time like in my life that i heard you're remembering it all wrong so why don't you veronica give a story of the first time that you understood the saying you're remembering it all oh first time i understood saying was like clear as day when i was like ah so it was with someone else in my life that is also a staple in my life that i you know that's there and this person what she said is me and like i'm trying to bring something to her in front of my husband like Mm -hmm. up to her in front of my husband and i'm like oh you know you do this and everything and he chimes in he's like yeah you've been doing that for a long time and everything and she's like no you're remembering it wrong i never said that i wouldn't do that she's saying she didn't do something so mm-hmm. to give a clear to let me let me say it exactly what it is so so this person is a staple in my life and um again one of the people can't get rid of and what happened is that she did something and mind you me and my husband are there so she's saying that you know people in general never do this they never do that they don't help out with this they you know don't give to that and everything and we're like huh Mm. and 
we're so she's saying that me and like my husband are like that's fucking like what the fuck are you talking about people are always doing stuff and so we leave it and everything and then later on she's like oh why are these people doing this to me you know this is hard and we bring up our issues with 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 her and you know what she said and mm-hmm. the things that she's done and the things that she's done in front of our face so we bring up that specific issue like oh you know you're not appreciative you know you tell people that they haven't done things and everything mm-hmm. and like even us like we've done things for you and you'll say that like we haven't she's like oh no that's not what I meant I didn't say that people don't do anything for me and that nobody's ever done anything I'm just saying I need it now and they're just not giving and we're like you literally told like you literally sat in front of us mind you we're one of the people that do things and said no one ever does anything for you and so with that like when she said that oh I don't you know know you're remembering it all wrong I was like oh this is what this is what they do Mm -hmm. I was like oh shit she's a part of the group she's a part of the clan oh she's part of the narcissist clan and when she said that I was like oh my goodness it like all clicked to me that even if you have other people backing up with what you said, mm-hmm. and even if they've said it multiple times and you got text to prove it and you got mm-hmm. everything else to prove it, like, they're going to tell you that you're remembering it all wrong and that your, what your take on it is wrong or anything else, you know, that they never said that, that they wouldn't say it and, or that they wouldn't do this thing mm-hmm. or that you're delusional. Yeah. And it really makes you question yourself like am i delusional am i thinking things up am i making things up and you're asking yeah because they're gaslighting you and you're asking why would i do that and for often with narcissists it's like there's no reason for you to you know for as you as the person that's that's experiencing it like Mm -hmm. they will tell you you're saying things and doing things and bring things out of them Mm -hmm. that you would never want Mm -hmm. Um, and they will also tell you that everything you're experiencing with them is your own perception. Like, it's not actually happening. Like, the feelings, your feelings being hurt isn't because I'm hurting your feelings. Your feelings being hurt is because, you know, you're reacting, you're having an issue with yourself or you're reacting wrong. And, you know, a lot of times with them, it's like they only, they specifically care about themselves. So it's not even just that someone's telling you you're remembering it all wrong. It's that they could care less how whatever they did is hurting you Mm -hmm. and just refusing to take that accountability Mm -hmm. and then putting it back on us they often play they deflect and then they play the victim after Mm -hmm. especially i realized that with nearly all of my narcissists is that they play the victim so often you know they they really do and it's just like they're like woe is me like it's you know like i can't believe that you would think this of me mind you if it doesn't matter if you have proof you have video evidence you can have text mm-hmm. you can have email you can have all the evidence in front and they're like they're gonna do the kiki palmer man i don't know this man i ain't never seen this man in my life it's you it's a picture of you it is a <laughs> it's a mirror it's a mirror it's not even a picture it's a mirror and you're telling me you haven't seen this person and you know so that's what they tend um to do and what about you natasha so for me um the first time that i understood it was with my ex aaron mm-hmm. um i didn't realize a lot of the time until obviously i started when i tried my, my master's in psychology but i really didn't um really know what a narcissist really was didn't really know what gaslighting was i just know that these people are trying to have me question my reality that's like what i would say like they're trying to they're trying to make me feel like i can't comprehend what has happened even if someone is there, even like you said, you show text messages that very clearly come from their number, whatever, doesn't matter, emails, whatever. And so 
it wasn't until about it was at some point in 2021 and I remember I was about a year into group therapy like for my grief and loss counseling um and they had suggested that I read this book from Dr. Romney called Don't You Know Who I Am? Mm-hmm. Um, because they were like, this will help you. Because I was like, I don't understand what a narcissist is. Like, you know? Um, and then it goes through, like, the different types of narcissists. Like, you know? like um, And explains, like, what they'll do. Like, if they're a parent, if they're a boss. Like, because they come in all formats. Mm-hmm. Like, the community, communal narcissist, priests, like, things like that. Like, they explain and... It wasn't until I read that book and I was like, oh crap, my boss, like my current boss Mm -hmm. at this job is a narcissist and that's why I'm having issues. Most of my colleagues at this job are narcissists. All of the higher ups are narcissists. That's why I'm having such issues. Or at least at the very minimum have narcissistic tendencies. Tendencies. Even if they are a narcissist. Yeah, but they just had way too many. They followed word for word Mm -hmm. and that's what was scary because some people obviously like in our family or whatever like they they displayed some but they aren't right they have like the main component is having empathy which is something that you can't really fake you know and um narcissists genuinely don't have empathy they can't help it and so it wasn't until that like i learned that and i was like oh shit i think they were trying the reason they had me read this book is because they want me to know that the people that i'm talking about when i have these therapy sessions every week like are narcissists and that's why I feel so depleted I feel like their energy vampires are draining me and it was through that that I realized my partner was also a narcissist mm-hmm. like because I'm like certain things that he did are weird and like very weird and I, I didn't think I thought like oh it's because he's socially awkward when it's like no he's not really socially awkward he kind of picks and chooses where these parts of himself are presented mm-hmm. and how they're presented so it's different from someone that just doesn't give a fuck and it's yeah, like they, they you know this is just how that. they are they're obnoxious whatever right they're just obnoxious and so um it was then that i realized and i remember i was talking to him about the book i said oh my god like can you believe it like my boss and so and so and this and this and this person is actually a narcissist and now that i know that i feel like this is going to help me to like work better with them like to kind of understand and if they can't change Mm -hmm. certain aspects i'll just look for another job i don't need to stay there you know and he was like okay yeah whatever but you're just trying to classify people i'm like no it's just really what it is and later on that week he had did something the fact you told him love it i did like hey this is this is you like you sound you sound very fucked up yeah and it wasn't until he did something really fucked up like right after and i was like oh my gosh are you a narcissist is that why i have like this issue with connection with you now that i'm like really starting to see who you are from living with you after all of these years and i remember he was like no you're just being dramatic you're remembering it all wrong it didn't happen like that i literally played back the voice note that he sent to me mm-hmm. harassing me at work like and he's like no you're remembering it wrong how i meant it was this way and then he threw like a fit like i don't want to lose you listen you're the love of my life you're my world like you don't understand i'm just trying to help you and i'm like what about this voice now let me play it back because you know how i right, am let me let and me hear what you, let me let you one, hear what you said and i'm like this is you this is not an and AI. i'm like let me say one percent of this four minute voice note like to you and all bets would be off you would be trying to kick me all out of the place if mm-hmm. my name wasn't in it. Like, exactly. you know, I was like, knowing the type of person that you are. So why do you think I need to be with someone like that? And so that was when 
that was my last relationship with Aaron, obviously. And that was when I was like, oh my gosh, like... This is what? This is what they all say. Not only do they say, don't you know who I am, but they say, like, you're remembering it all wrong. Because it's all about gaslighting you. Whenever they, it comes to anything that has to be them taking accountability and hearing mm-hmm. about their faults, yeah. they're always going to do it. And so, yeah, that, that it was just, my mind was blown. And so, Veronica, you gave a story of when you finally understood it. Why don't you walk us through, like, what your current status with it is? So my current status with it is it's hard. It's still kind of hard for me, I guess, to identify narcissists to a degree in my life again because I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I, where I see myself with this is like you're remembering it all wrong is whenever anyone, I'm not going to say whenever anyone says that, but when that is said to me, it like really triggers me. Mm-hmm. It triggers the hell out of me. And so I'm trying to kind of get over that. Mm. When people say it, like, remind myself, like, "Mm, are they displaying narcissistic tendencies? You know, is it something that I'm not seeing? Mm -hmm. Is it something I'm ignoring? And also, at the end of the day, like, when someone says you're remembering it all wrong, to stand firm in what I'm remembering. Because oftentimes, especially when we were younger and the people in our life would do it, I'll be like, man, am I remembering it wrong? Mm -hmm. Am I crazy? Like, just genuinely doubting myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, they said what they said. They did what they did. And they meant and, it. And they meant it. And if I bring it to them and they're like, dang, like, I didn't know I did that or I forgot. Or if they, you know, really, especially when you give them proof, like texts and everything. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to squirm their way out of it, it's an automatic. It's an automatic like, okay, I'm I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And the narcissists that are in my life that I can't get rid of, that I do still have love for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't get rid of. Like, when they say stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it. At least I brought it up. Or for some of the people, they're not worth me bringing it up. So you just don't engage. Yeah, so I just don't engage in it. And so that's kind of like where I am with it now. And that's also the advice I would give to other people is like, you know, once you bring it up to them and Mm -hmm. you say it and stuff, um, and if they're deflecting and they're telling you, no, you're remembering it all wrong, or I didn't say that, or this didn't happen, just remind yourself like what did happen and Mm -hmm. decide how you want to move from there. Mm. And especially based off of their reaction. So what about you? Where do you where are you with it right now? I completely understood it after that book. Honestly, that that book and her channel, like on YouTube, Dr. Romani, um, Diversa, anyone check her out really, has changed my life. So once I realized that, I would say twenty twenty one was the pivot point for me where I started to understand all of the experiences, like all the negative experiences of life. Because you don't have, you know, too too many positive with narcissists you do have right they have good sides they say some of them have redeemable qualities but i think overall most of the experiences that you have that are going to like trigger you are always going to be negative it's never going to be oh this is positive this is making me it's something that evokes a negative emotion um and so i would say that my current status is that i fully understand like what a narcissist looks walks and talks like like honestly I, i definitely feel like I'm I'm good with it. But why don't you tell us, Veronica, like, what is some advice that you would give to people who aren't past it? Like, if they're struggling with this? Um, I would say, well, first of all, like, I am going to do a disclaimer. Like, you know, we aren't therapists. No. Um, although I did counseling. I have my BSW. I don't have my master's. Mm-hmm. Um, yet I'm not licensed either. Um, so we're not therapists. So we know, like, you know, what we've read. Mm-hmm. We know what we've experienced and everything. But mm-hmm. we cannot 
diagnose people, no. sadly. However, there are some people I'm going to diagnose any motherfucking way. <laughs> um, but honestly, I would say if someone is saying this, like I, you know, I was saying before, because I did say it before, mm-hmm. um, but I would say for sure that if they are, you know, I would say to think about what it is you're feeling, like once you're like, okay, they're saying this, if it is the fact that you have proof that you 100% know what's going on, do not let them backtrack you out of your convictions do not let them um tell you what you for sure for sure for sure remember like let you doubt yourself don't do that and especially if you have like text evidence or video evidence or voice note evidence and they're still saying it just understand you're not gonna win and either decide how you're gonna deal with this person from now on if you have to um or if you're not gonna deal with this person decide that you're no longer gonna deal with them of course there are people that you still have to well i'm not gonna say you never have to deal with anyone but there might be people in your life that you still want to deal with and you're like oh i know they're a narcissist but i can't really do anything about it yeah it's a bit harder to kind of push away like you know certain family members and stuff Mm -hmm. um so i would just definitely say to kind of like understand that you're not gonna win and remind yourself that like you're not crazy they're an asshole yeah um (laughs) yeah so that's for me and what about you natasha um i i agree with everything you said i think the main thing like that sets you know well from what i've learned the main thing that sets you know narcissists apart from normal toxic people and and assholes because people seem to kind of jumble them together is the fact that narcissists lack empathy number one and number two they will never take accountability there's nothing in life that they're going to take accountability for don't you think assholes are narcissists no i don't think all of them are i think some toxic people genuinely just have childhood trauma like you know when they say hurt people hurt people it's possible for you to be toxic and an asshole and not a narcissist because i feel like empathy is not something that can be mimicked like, you can try to pretend, but mm-hmm. you, you will have it naturally. So, for example, if somebody in your family dies, someone feels empathy. Again, some like other diagnoses within the DSM yeah. um, do say a lack of empathies with other things. So, it's not always narcissism. It could be some forms. I'm not going to speak on everything about it because yeah. I'm not licensed. Um, but it could be different stuff. But continue. Yeah. But, no, I'm saying, like, in general that I feel like, I, I believe that it's possible for you to be toxic and an asshole and not be a narcissist because like there's assholes that still care about some things like some people most narcissists tend to care solely on themselves and their image of other people um like everything is surrounded by their inflated sense of self mm. as opposed to assholes who are obnoxious to everybody because of childhood trauma or whatever they don't care but there's certain people they care about. I care about my mom. I care about my kids. Like, uh-huh. do you know what I mean? Are they an asshole? Yes. But they have this redeemable quality because they care about this. Most of the time, I feel like narcissists, like, they tend to be... And obviously, it's based off of childhood trauma because otherwise, they wouldn't so you be like th- that. So you think they can care... You think all narcissists only care about people because it coincides with themselves and their image? Yeah, like, in a sense that... Yes, that, but also I, I truly believe that they view people as either an extension of themselves mm-hmm. or they view people as puzzle pieces to fix around for their life. Okay. You get it? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. So, my, but to close, basically, what I will say is that my, um, what I will say is that my advice is to just 
read Don't You Know Who I Am or listen to the audiobook mm-hmm. for those who really don't like reading and don't Dr. have the time. Romney. Look up Dr. Romney on YouTube. She will be very helpful for you to kind of see certain things that they do that sets them apart from other people that have just, you know, regular mental disorders and so mm-hmm. on and so forth because you don't want to mix them up and just automatically start diagnosing everyone that's an asshole to you. Oh, that's a definite narcissist. Yeah. Um, You're because, not licensed to do that yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, people who are entitled tend to be, but not all entitled people are narcissists. So, yeah. Um, but that's essentially my advice for it. Um, so that it will be the close for us. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear your stories about any narcissists in your life. And you how they're telling you you're remembering it all wrong. Yes. Any stories that you'd like to share, we're more than willing to listen to. But I think that's essentially it for tonight. Have a good night, y'all. From Natasha Knight. And Veronica Desire. Bye, passengers. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. For those of you who liked it, we release a new episode every Wednesday. So be sure to follow and subscribe so you can get that notification every time we upload. If any of you passengers have been on the same ride or reached the same destination as us and you'd like to share it with us, you can. Send it to us at shewhodoesnothear at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram page at shewhodoesnothear. Please don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. Our handles are at its Natasha Knight and at its Veronica Desire. We would love for you to also rate and review our podcast so that we can get your constructive feedback on what you like, didn't like, or want more of. In the meantime, remember, she, she who does, does not hear, hear must feel. feel.